working women, how many things are you expected to do on a daily basis? It's impossible to do it all, yet we're asked to each day. Listen to hear how one high-wire woman, Rosanna Berardi, stays on the high-wire while managing a busy law firm, a consulting business, teaching at a law school, parenting her 14-year-old son, and maintaining a happy and healthy marriage. Let Rosanna show you how to make sense of your life and stay on that high wire. Hey, high wire woman, it's me, Rosanna Berardi. And today I have a really special guest, a good friend of mine, and also somebody that worked closely with me when we moved into our house about three years ago. And her name is Erin Kent. Erin's an interior designer um, that helps make things look beautiful. And I don't know about you, but I love looking at interior design. I love looking at furniture. I love looking on Pinterest. But when it's time to pull the trigger at your own house or in your own bedroom or your own bathroom, I always get a little bit nervous. Like, do I really know what I'm doing? Is this going to look good? Is this just a trend? Is this a flash in the pan? Um, So I've worked with Erin over the years to help me select and confirm some of the things that I've liked. And she's talked me out of a lot of things too. So Erin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Say hello to the High Wire Women audience. Hello, High Wire Women. Thank you for having me, Rosanna. I'm so excited. Oh, you're welcome. So um, I run my own interior design business. I have done that for the last nine years. Um, I love design. I love working with beautiful interiors and making things beautiful. But in addition to that, um, I really love kind of the impact that a beautiful room and design has on um, my clients. Um, you know, we, we have the ability to make them feel special and beautiful and, and um, relaxed in a space. And I want everyone to love their home. So um, I really enjoy working with everybody and trying to bring that um, to the projects that we, that we work on. Yeah. And who could have ever thought um, that we would be in our houses so much these days? I mean, it seems like everybody's working from home. Um, kids are learning from home. We're, we're home now more than ever. And it, exactly. it seems like a lot of people are saying, well, you know, I can't travel. I can't do what I normally do. So I'm going to repaint my family room or it's finally time to remodel the bathroom. And I know at the beginning of the pandemic back in March, the stores like Home Depot and Lowe's, they were really low in inventory of paint and paintbrushes because everybody had the same idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I agree. And, you know, we have, we spent many, many months in our homes looking around at what's working, what's not working. The function of our house is now suddenly needing to be different we, you know, are using our home as our office, uh, as our gym, as our school desks, as, you know, so we really have to think about really maybe improving the function of our homes in addition to, again, looking around and thinking, oh, well, let's see, that paint looks a little tired and maybe I should Mm -hmm. change that. And all right, I am not spending money on vacationing. So I'd rather put money into my home where, you know, I'm, I'm going to be spending more time. Yeah, for sure. So tell me a little bit about how COVID impacted your business, like at the beginning, and now we're what, seven months into it. And now like, tell me how it's kind of evolved over this pandemic period. So, you know, early on, like most 
businesses, um, everybody kind of just took a, took a pause, took mm-hmm. a breath, um, and relaxed for a little bit. And then I think that's when they started really noticing how things really weren't working very well in their homes. But as, um, as the months progressed, people started deciding that, you know, they were ready to move forward. Now, during that, those first few months, there were a couple virtual projects and, and um, things that I was working on that I could kind of keep going and, and you know, FaceTime and Zoom calls, um, you know, certainly are very, very helpful for that. So a little bit of business has turned virtual, which is not, you know, it's not my ideal. It'll never be my, be my ideal, the way to do business, just because it's such a visual field. And mm-hmm. I never, you know, will be able to get the feel of a space without being in it, like, like actually being in person. So being in person is, is ideal. Um, but virtual is, you know, the, the technology of today certainly does help that virtual piece. So, you know, that was new and different. Um, but really, one thing that has happened that is really true and impacting business today, even though now things have opened up and we're doing more in-person um, visits again and appointments is product availability. And people really should think about and keep in mind when working on a project that the lead times are going to be much longer. Um, the availability of products coming from overseas or not coming from overseas um, fabrics and wallpapers and some, some things are being discontinued and the stock is very low. And so it's really making, um, some of my projects, um, have some additional time and some, some lead times longer than typical furniture orders are taking many, many weeks, months to come in. So for anybody looking to do a project, just maybe, um, invest in some patience. <laughs> yeah. And that's, it's funny you say that because I think once people finally convince themselves to go forward, they want it done tomorrow. Yes. Oh, yes. And yep. I know that I know um, one of my colleagues ordered a couch that was supposed to, you know, from one of those places supposed to be in, in two days or less. And yeah. three months later, he still didn't have the couch and, yeah. you know, he had moved into a new apartment. So really had nowhere to sit. Um, but I know just everything is totally backlogged right now. I know lumber is hard to get. So, so tell me what's trending now? Like, what are you seeing in homes? What are you seeing that people want to do right now? Now that we're, we're committed to, you know, working from home and, you know, a lot of companies aren't going to go back until 2021. Like, what are people wanting? So one of the big things I have been working on, obviously, are home offices. So we are. Um, maybe improving the function or making changes that can accommodate not only um, the adults who are working in the home, but maybe the students then are who the kids are home and, and they need a workspace as well. So home offices for sure. um, You know, the comfort and the function of the home are really what I think is a huge focus now and moving forward. Some of the paint companies, all the colors that are coming out, which is, you know, usually an indication of, of what uh, we'll find for fabrics and, and, you know, the design um, styles moving forward are, are focusing on the warmer earth tones and the comforting colors and soothing and relaxing. Mm -hmm. And, And it's all just coming from wanting our home to be comfortable and functional. Um, at the same time. 
Super interesting. So a few years ago, when, um, when we moved into our house back in 2017, gray was the new trend. Everything is gray. And, and now everywhere you look, everyone's got gray in their homes. Even when you go into a doctor's office, it's gray. Now, you know, we live in Buffalo, New York, which is one of the most overcast cities in the United States. Yeah. And gray is tough in the winter here because unless you have an accent color, um, it can be depressing. So now I've read that gray is on its way out. Like, where are we? Like, is is beige back? It went from beige to gray to grayish. Tell me where we are with that. Yeah, so you're right. Um, you're kind of, you're hitting all the points, actually. Um, so we're really almost many years behind, um, you know, our part of the country. So mm-hmm. the, the trends often start on the coasts and they work their way in. So by the time it kind of comes to mainstream, it's already been around for a couple of years. Um, most trends, colors, things like that, stay around for 10 years okay. before they start to change again. So, you know, although gray is a neutral and, and it's never really going to go out, um, but you're, you're starting to see things warm up again, which is, you know, to your point of the beige being back, mm-hmm. things are warming up browns and earth tones are coming back in. So yes, you know, beige, beige is back. Um, (laughs) but you know, it's always done a little bit differently and gray is not completely out, but what I like to do is try to blend the two. So take some of those grays and introduce some warms and neutrals and, and warm them up and blend the two together. There are some beautiful color schemes that have browns and caramels and grays and um you know maybe another pop of color but there there's ways to to blend it and to try to make it feel like it's just not big one gray drab you know blah something right yeah for sure and and i'm always a big fan so what what are good accent colors with grays like what what do people put together that work really well there's so many. There's it, there's so many things that really can work. Um, navies, emerald greens, yeah. uh, yellows, um, some of the turquoise or robin egg blues. You know, it, it kind of goes from the uh, more softer palettes and to stronger jewel tones. Um, um, uh, amethyst, like a beautiful rich purple plum. Oh. So mm-hmm. really, there's there's so much you can do. Uh, wine colors. There's really a great mix that can just completely change the way gray acts with, you know, with a color. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's, that's really good advice. So, so most of our listeners are like you and I busy working moms trying to do a million things. Um, you know, I don't have time to do a full blown project, but I'd love to spruce up, you know, maybe my working area at home, my den, What's something that we can all do that's easy, doesn't require, you know, a lot of time or heavy lift, but gives us a good, just a good refresh? Well, I think for your workspace, for sure, you know, organization, number one, it's just a way to take away the clutter. It's inexpensive. I think it makes you feel better in your workspace. Mm -hmm. I certainly paint, although I know it's sometimes not a, an easy task, but paint really is one of the more inexpensive ways to change a room. You can change out artwork, um, 
if you have some pillows, if you have a you know sofa or a chair in your office, an, an accent pillow, there's you know just little ways to bring in seasonal color or accents along the way that really are not you know going to break the bank. Uh, maybe a different throw, mm-hmm. something like that. So a quick trip to Home Goods. They always have some fun accent pieces. That would be simple and easy for people to do. Pick up something funky, a funky rug, a funky pillow. Sure. Absolutely. Yep. And then how about plants? So I love plants, but I don't have a very good green thumb, especially for the indoor ones. I'm I'm pretty good in gardening outside, but inside, I don't know. Um do plants really give us the benefits that people say? Do they make us happy? Do we breathe better? Are you a plant fan? Where do you they stand really, on that? They really do. And I really am a huge fan. They do. They bring oxygen into the air. They, they greenery, it makes you feel like you're part of nature, which there are really some health benefits to that. Um, and it's, it just kind of ties you, like I said, to the outside. So even if you don't have a green thumb, there are some beautiful sites, even online, um, that have some good faux plants and mm-hmm. you know florals, which can kind of give you that feeling and um, just make you smile and brighten up a space. Nice accent, another way to bring in different colors for the seasonal um, changes. You know, fall florals versus spring and summer. Right. So those are some great ways. But I am a plant person for sure. <laughs> I found that I can do pretty well with succulents. Um, yep. They don't require a lot no of water reason. and no. <laughs> they still look good. So that's my yep. kind of plant. So, yeah. All right. So, Erin, if people want to talk to you about design, do virtual, do in person, what's the best place to find you? So, you can go to my website, which is erintentinteriors.com, um, or you may. Find me on Instagram at Erin Kitten Harriers or Facebook. You can email me at Erin uh, Kent 75 at yahoo.com. All right. So I'll put all your contact info in our show notes in case people have any questions. But I think this is a really important conversation that we had because most of us are really impacted by the space that surrounds us. And while we see all these complicated projects on Pinterest, very few of us ever actually get to them because we don't have the time. Um, so today, Highway Woman, I hope you took some things away, some practical tips of what's in, what's out, how to recreate your space um, without spending a lot of time or money. And I hope that you're able in some small way to beautify or you know revive the space that you're currently looking in. So thanks for joining us. We'll have Erin's information in our show notes. And remember, stay on that high wire. Thanks, Erin. Thank you.